What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we've got a great episode today. Andrew O'Brien is the founder of The Publicity Guy, a service that helps entrepreneurs grow and scale their businesses through increased media exposure. He's been featured in more media outlets and publications than we can cover in one episode, so I'm going to encourage you all to check him out at thepublicityguy.com. How are you today, Andrew? I'm good, John. Thank you for having me on. Oh, no. Thank you so much. It's an honor. And I'm really excited to to talk to you today, Andrew. And I want to start off by asking you, because you do such amazing work and you're so passionate about it, what is your big why and how did you come to that through your career journey? So, you know, it's actually quite the interesting story. So a quick overview of my life since uh, childhood is there are four things I experienced by the time I was age 23. And those four things are prostitution, war, suicide, and murder. So oh, wow. uh, yeah, I was actually, uh, I was raised by a prostitute mother in, in my childhood, uh, grew up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area of Texas. I experienced a lot of traumatic things from from my childhood, and that led into me joining the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, I joined the military to escape my childhood, and I served a year in Iraq uh, as a lead gunner. Mm-hmm. And after my war experiences, I came home, and a year later, I actually attempted to take my own life, Whoa. which luckily I failed at that. Um, and then I woke up with this newfound appreciation for life. I got out of the Army, uh, came home, and after a year after I came home, it's like every year something something happened. Uh, yeah. A year after I came home, my mother actually took the life of her husband while he was sleeping with a with a gun. And later she asked me to help frame someone else for the murder where I testified against her in court and she was sentenced to life in prison. Mm. So that experience led into me becoming a public speaker. And whenever I was uh, I was a public speaker for three years, I shared my story all around the world. And. I, I used uh, the media to get my story out there. I was on over 70 global media outlets in less than three years. I uh, was able to speak on some of the biggest stages in the world. I spoke at places like the White House and Pentagon and Health and Human Services. And uh, I got to travel around the world and just share my story in front of military members. And the coolest thing is I didn't teach them anything. All I did was share a story. Yeah. But by simply sharing a story... I completely changed the world of many people. Uh, to date, I say well over 200 veterans' lives that I know of directly, wow. uh, not including the ones I never found out about. And what I realized throughout all that was that uh, the power of a story and sharing that story and how much our stories can change the world and the best outlet to do that is using the media to get Absolutely. in front of millions of people and let them hear your story so you can yeah. impact the world. And that's my that's my why. All entrepreneurs that I that I work with are people who are out there changing the world and I want to help them. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for being so candid with your story. But Andrew, something that you touched on, which I think is really, really phenomenal. I mean, after everything you went through, you found the the encouragement and the inspiration to become a public speaker. And, and, and I know that when people go through a lot in their lives, they can go one of two ways. They can either just kind of shell up and just really just you know hide in a corner and try to shield themselves from the world but you went in a completely different direction. I mean, what was the spark or what was the source of that inspiration? What encouraged you to really be so candid and, and outspoken about your story and your experiences? Well, you know, I, 
what the way I tell people is I had to learn to stop being so selfish with my story. Mm. Uh, oftentimes I was, I was embarrassed by it. I didn't want people to know the life that I lived. I didn't want people to know what I had gone through because I thought it was embarrassing. Uh, it was February of 2013 when I woke up and saw the news. I was uh, turning the TV on and I never watched the news, but that day for some reason it came on. And it started talking about how 22 veterans were taking their own life every day. And for the first time in my life, I felt like I wasn't alone. Like I wasn't the only person in the world feeling the things that I felt or experiencing the things I had experienced. And I realized if I wanted to change that number, if I wanted to save people's lives, I had to stop being selfish with my story and start actually sharing it with the world so that I could change it. Because... I felt like if these guys, if these men and women of the you know United States military understood that they weren't alone, like I felt whenever I attempted to take my own life, maybe that would change their mind. Yeah. And Andrew, I mean, I, I've got to ask you, I mean, you, you've been through so much in your life. I mean, growing up, did you ever imagine that this would be the course that your life would take, that you would be sharing your story, inspiring others, and now, you know, helping businesses and entrepreneurs grow their their businesses and their branding? No, I I completely never thought that'd be me because it's funny as a child, I was always the observer, Mm -hmm. the quiet kid in the corner. I never was a very loud person. I never was the center of attention uh, at home or at school. So the way my life turned out is absolutely amazing, but definitely nothing like the way I thought it would. Yeah, and and I love that. I love that about your story. And talk a little bit about that. I mean, share with our listeners, how did the publicity guy come to fruition? Obviously, you you had quite the journey becoming a public speaker, sharing your story, uh, especially through the power of media. And then when did the entrepreneurial spark uh, enter into you? And when did the publicity guy, you know, how did that develop? Well, I'd actually found out getting close to the end of 2015 that it was actually probably going to be my last year as a public speaker and not by choice. Uh, The government went through one of the biggest budget cuts in our history and they cut the mental health budget by 75 percent. And the government and military were my pretty much my only paying clients. Yeah. Um, So I had to decide what was next for me. Was I really meant to go back and work for someone else? And after three years of being self-employed of being my own boss and doing what I really was passionate about something that you know really tugged on my heartstrings there's no way I could go back to a corporate job and I had to really think well what's next for me and I started a couple of small companies I did like some auto detail services and I did some local services and I just never the passion wasn't there the money was there but the passion wasn't and uh And then I started really thinking about my, I just kind of reverse engineered the past three years of my life. How did I get everywhere I got? And it all just kept coming back to the media, the media exposure that I got. And I realized I've met a lot of entrepreneurs over the past three years of my speaking career, and they were all so passionate about what they did. And they weren't there just to make money. It wasn't like the movies, like where they're out just to get people's money and run away. Right. Like, these people were real people who had a real mission and that's what led into me thinking of publicity. Yeah, I absolutely love it. And Andrew, I mean, did you even have, I mean, when you started out, did you even know that this was a possibility to start a business like this? You know, I, I started just with the idea that I can get a couple of clients and pay our bills and we live. Okay. If I can just sign two clients, yeah. I can make, you know, uh, over, six figures a year and and do well, be able to take care of my family, everything would be great. I never thought it would turn out to where it is 
today. Yeah, absolutely. And and that actually leads me into my next question. I mean, so when, uh, you know, it sounds like uh, you did a lot of soul searching, you did a lot of reflection. And so was there a particular moment where uh, a definable moment where the light bulb just went off and you just realized, oh, wait a minute, you know what, it's been in, in front of me this whole time. Yeah, you know, it's funny, when I first started this, you know, like I said, I was just trying to pay my bills. And every day I'd go home and I, I have three children. And I have uh, my second child is my son. And he my daughter wasn't born yet when I first started this. And she wasn't even an idea yet. So uh, I'd go home and I'd see my son. And when I would look at my son, I just think, you know, I want to leave him with something, something that I never got yeah. to get to experience. I didn't get to, you know, get something handed down to me. And every every day I go home, and look at my son. And I thought, what what can I do for him? I don't want to just leave him money. I want to leave him something bigger than that. I want to I want to leave him a legacy to continue for me. Um, and every day going home, look at my son. It was that moment where you you go home that one day you look at your son and you think I need to give him this business. He needs to be the next publicity guy. Yeah, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. And I and actually I'm going to take a little sideways and ask you. I mean. And, and this is a question I don't normally ask, but I, I, since you've been so candid, I do want to ask you. I mean, going from someone who worked in a corporate job to becoming an entrepreneur, how do you, how, do, how has that uh, changed your perspective as a parent? You know, it changes it a lot because my my parents, um, who are still my, my father, who's still alive to this day, is not a fan of my choices. He still believes that I should be working a corporate job and having that steady paycheck every two weeks with the health insurance and 401k. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter how much money I make, he still thinks I'm doing the wrong thing. And it's funny now that I'm an entrepreneur, like all I want for my children is for them to be entrepreneurs. I don't want them to be employees. I don't want them... I want them to do their own thing. And if yeah. they decide not to, that's theirs. But I want them to know that the isn't that it's not your only choice to go work for someone else. You can create your Absolutely. own thing if you truly want to. I and I, I can only imagine what your your dinner table conversations must be like when they come home from school, the things that you're instilling in them. I think it's just really, really amazing and, and I appreciate you sharing that, Andrew. No problem. Are you ready for the knowledge burst session? I'm ready. All right. Well, this is where our guests share three game-changing resources and tips that can inspire our listeners to move forward. So I'm excited to ask you. So, Andrew, we may have a listener out there who has an incredible story to tell, and they just haven't taken the steps to do it. They haven't shared it. They've kept it to themselves. And you know, maybe they're thinking, maybe your story is is kind of jogging something in them that, you know, maybe I need to do more with this story. So share one tip or hack for pitching yourself to a media outlet or publication to get your story out there. You know what? The most important thing is for those of you that believe in press releases or copy and paste emails, that is the biggest waste of your time and will lead nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, with technology, with personal connection, with the way that the world is changing, that stuff doesn't work anymore. Yeah. You need to do direct contact. So a lot of people will use databases of like thousands of reporters and they'll write a copy and paste email or they'll send out a press release and just hope for a bite. I call it the spray and pray method and it doesn't <laughs> work. Um we take we take the sniper targeted approach, uh, which yeah. means yeah. it takes more time, it takes more dedication. But when you reach out to a, a reporter directly, and you reach out to a reporter who talks about you, like your type of industry, um, for us as entrepreneurs, it's called a, a niche. For mm-hmm. them, it's called a beat. Yeah. It's that's what it is for the media context. It's a beat. What do they like to talk about? What's the industries that they focus on? 
finding the right one that talks about your industry and reaching out. And instead of just talking about how cool you are, talk about them, compliment Mm -hmm. them, do your research and show them that you've done your research. It's kind of like if I saw a girl at a bar that I wanted to go out on a date with me and I went up to her and talked about how awesome I am, it's not going to lead to anywhere. But if I go up and I compliment her and I get to know more about her, that will probably end up leading into a date and maybe even marriage later down the road. But that's how we look at media. You look at it as if you're going to flirt with someone that you've never talked to before. Don't go and talk about yourself. Go and talk about them. Prove that you've done your research. You know who they are. You know what they write about. You know where their passions lie. And then talk about yourself at the end. I love it's that. what I call you do a research, a compliment, ask, and then followed by a humble brag. And a humble brag is just a quick one to two sentences about why you're a credible source. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, Andrew, share if you have one. Do you have a favorite app, website, or productivity practice that has just really proven to be a game changer for you and your business? So, you know, it's actually funny. We are doing some more training on it today. We use Entreport a lot. And Entreport is one of my favorite programs is how we keep in touch with, we keep logs on all the conversations we have going on. We keep in touch with the media contacts. We know who we're reaching out to, when we're reaching out to them, and when we need to follow up. Entreport is an amazing tool that we, we love to use here. And for our listeners who may not be familiar with it, can you give just a little kind of breakdown of what Entreport is? And do you have a particular hack that, uh, has, that you've developed for using it in the most effective way? Yeah, Entreport is kind of like a productivity program. Uh, it's similar to Infusionsoft. It's where you can actually set up tasks and notifications that remind you when you need to be reminded on what to do on every certain day. It will help you. It's a CRM to mm-hmm. help you figure out who your clients are, where they are, what's their name, email address, what's the last time you talked to them, what was it that you talked to them about. It's it's an amazing tool. And the hack to using it is staying consistent in it because that's something that we we slacked at in our first year. Um, We would use it for a month or two and then fall off and then use it again for a month or two and fall off. But if you stay consistent in it, your business runs so much more smoothly in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Andrew, I'm excited to ask you. I mean, as someone who does so much and you're you're constantly, you know, you're constantly in the hustle, you're in the zone. But, you know, I want to ask you, how do you recharge your batteries or reboot uh, whenever you feel like you're hitting a wall or you're up against a roadblock? So, you know, it's it's funny. I do something that no one else would ever admit to. As entrepreneurs, we get way overwhelmed in our brains, right? Mm-hmm. We we lay down in bed and it's like that's when all the thoughts come in when yeah. they're not supposed to. <laughs> and it's funny. What I do is what other people tell you is unhealthy is I actually go home and every night I watch two movies. And okay. I probably don't get to sleep till 11 or midnight, but I don't wake up till 7 or 8 in the morning anyways. Mm-hmm. But I watch two movies and usually something comedy and usually something pretty stupid. <laughs> and the reason I do that, <laughs> I'm not going to go to home. Yeah. I'm not going to go home and watch founder because yeah. that's going to get me way too entrepreneurial. Right. Right. I'm going to go home and watch like dumb and dumber and something like that. Like I'm going to watch some comedy that gets my brain off of business. If I watch something based on business or about entrepreneurship, I, that's not going to benefit me at all. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll give you a kind of a, a, a compromise. I love stepbrothers because it's such a silly <laughs> comedy, but there are some like really uh, great entrepreneurial gems in there. If you can look past some of the crude humor. So sometimes you can find a little bit of both. Right. And the good thing is it's not too much where 
you're overwhelmed in business ideas like yeah. you know step brother anything with will ferrell in it is something i'll probably watch <laughs> absolutely hey moving forward listeners you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest along with offers to try out audible and amazon prime these are affiliate links for which i receive a small commission which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated you can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Andrew, are you ready to do a little time travel? I am. All right, we're going to step into a time machine, and I will let you pick the time period. Pick a time in your past where you might have been going through something really difficult, and I know you've, you've gone through a lot in your life. Pick one particular moment, and you're going to meet your younger self. And I, and I want you to share with our listeners, what is one tip or piece of advice that you would like to share with your younger self that you wish you had known then, or that would have made a huge difference? So I'm going to go to a point in my past that most people wouldn't admit to as well. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the personal development route instead mm-hmm. of talking about publicity on this side. Um, there was a time in my life where I was really disrespectful to my wife. I would emotionally abuse her. Mm. I never got physical, but the emotional abuse I felt was worse than anything physically I could have ever done to her. And it was because of my lifestyle I was raised in. And I thought I was this amazing guy. I thought I was this perfect guy. She should just respect and appreciate everything I've done for her. And this was while I was speaking around the world, telling people how to fix their problems when really I hadn't even fixed my own. Uh, And if I could go back into that time, I, I got better later, but if I could go back in that time, what I would have told myself is stop running from the past because it's never gonna, you're never going to get away from it. Mm-hmm. It's time to face it, face it head on, go in and forgive her for what she did and move forward. And what, that's what I did later on. I, I went to the prison and forgave my mother for everything that she had done uh, to me and asked me to do as a child. And my life changed in that moment, but I could have gotten back so many better years and so many less fights if I would have done that earlier. Well, I really appreciate that. And and I know that our, our listeners do as well. But Andrew, I, I do have to ask you the flip side. How do you think your younger self would have reacted to that advice at that time? You know what? To be honest, I probably wouldn't have listened to it because it's easier to forget something and try to ignore it and act like it never happened instead of ripping the Band-Aid off and focusing on it at that time. Yeah, but very sound advice. Andrew, how can our listeners learn more about you and make a connection with you? Uh, The best way is to find us on Facebook. You can either look my name up or find The Publicity Guy. We're everywhere. Awesome. And Andrew, I would love to have you close out the show. So using no more than three or four words, what parting wisdom would you like to pass on to Moving Forward listeners? It's time to change the world. I love it. It's time to change the world. Andrew, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us today to share your story, your journey, and your knowledge bursts so that our listeners can be inspired to move forward. Thank you, John. And Moving Forward listeners, check out this amazing story at bemovingforward.com. Follow us on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, at bemovingforward. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week and remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.